Welcome to the ASCD Connect podcast, supporting you on your journey as a life-changing educator. Here's your host for today's program. Hi, everyone. I'm Anthony Rabora, the editor-in-chief of ASCD's Educational Leadership. One of the hottest topics in education right now is ChatGPT, the artificial intelligence-driven language program that can create customized written content based on a user's commands. What do educators need to know about this game-changing technology? What challenges does it present? How can they use it to improve instruction? And what does it mean for the future of learning? For answers to these questions, I'm joined today by Monica Burns, an expert in educational technology and the founder of ClassTechTips.com. A regular contributor to educational leadership, Monica is also an ASCD faculty member and the author of the book, EdTech Essentials, the top 10 technology strategies for all learning environments. Welcome, Monica. It's great to talk to you again. Thank you so much for having me today. Sure. Glad to have your expertise. Um, So by now, most people who are listening know what ChatGPT is or have some basic familiarity with it. But I'm curious, how do you describe it to educators? Are Are there particular aspects that you emphasize or that you want to get across about this new technology? There's been a lot of conversation the past few months around ChatGPT and artificial intelligence and all the things that are happening in this space. So when I talk to educators about what is ChatGPT, um, I often come back to this idea that artificial intelligence in education isn't new. We see adaptive technology in lots of places. Uh, What this particular type of platform does, which feels very new for all of us spending time in it right now, is it responds responds to prompts or queries like a chat bot or a robot who's answering our questions live on the other end of a screen. So instead of typing in keywords or a query into a space like Google, where we get lots of responses, we might sort through sponsored ads in order to find a link or resource that will help us get to our answer. This accelerates the process by giving us a summary, a list, a paragraph response to our question. And just like doing a Google search, it can be very helpful, um, right on point, getting us the right answers really quick. Or there can be moments where we have to double check something or ask our question a little bit more differently to get an answer to find what we're looking for. Okay, interesting. So what advice do you have for educators or school leaders on getting started with ChatGPT? You know, assuming you don't have extension background in this type of technology or a lot of time, are there ways you could ease into it to get familiar with it? Yeah, I would absolutely encourage anyone who's interested to open it up and try typing in a few questions. It could be anything from rewrite this email for me or give me a list of ideas for, or just kind of try it out and play with it. If you're not quite ready to sign into this space, which I absolutely understand, uh, you might want to find a few videos, whether you head to a spot like YouTube and look at other people interacting with the space just to help wrap your head around what is possible. And I say what is possible with that understanding that we're playing around still, we're trying lots of different things, and it may be something that we get, you know, that there is just evolving over time as well. Right. I know you have some tips on your own website as well that might be helpful to listeners. So up to this point, a lot of the concerns in education about this technology have revolved around whether it might make it easier for students to plagiarize assignments. 
or that it might really just devalue the whole role of writing instructions since it's producing this ready-made content. In your view, are concerns like this warranted, or how can educators navigate these challenges? I definitely do not want to dismiss these concerns. I think they come from a place of curiosity, of wondering, of just being aware of what's out there and available. There's lots of things that might feel like they get in the way of high quality writing instruction, but we've been using technology, including artificial intelligence, as writers in lots of different ways. You know, when I write a blog post, I might Google something and see if there's a link I can insert so that someone can get a little bit more information on a keyword that I don't talk too much about in my blog post. I might use a tool like Grammarly just to make sure all my tenses line up really nicely and use that additional support. You might find that students, as they're playing around with this tool, if they even are, just a good reminder that this isn't COPA compliant. It's not designed for students. It's not something that you want students logging into in your classroom. It's not a vetted education technology tool. But it doesn't mean that they may not try it out over the weekend or after school or have an output like an outline for an essay or a paragraph or to come from this space. So I think it's important to acknowledge that this is out there and it's available, that the plagiarism uh, tools, the originality reports, the things that you might already have in your back pocket as an instructor of writing are not going to work within these spaces uh, the same way we might see them work in the past. So I do think it's a valid concern. I don't know that we're immediately at this space where we need to worry that everything a student submits is coming from a chatbot right, or robot writing it on their behalf. But I think a level of transparency is important, especially if there's a concern that comes up. You might have conversations with students around some of the things that you hear them buzzing or talking about. Uh, But I do think it will be a tool that we see more as an acceleration of the writing process, helping students or writers of any age draft their writing or outline their writing or get ideas for their writing. And then we have that extra layer of critical thinking and creativity that goes side by side. But I wouldn't anticipate there will be messy moments as we navigate this together, especially as this technology is just getting off the ground. Right. And so as you're saying, we're hearing a lot about how this can be a supplementary teaching and learning tool. Um, So do you have, are there examples of ways educators can use ChatGPT right now uh, to enhance instruction? Do you have any ideas on that? Absolutely. So much of my focus, I did a webinar earlier this year. I have a few blog posts. I've got a podcast episode. I'm even doing a session at the annual conference around this topic of using this tool from an educator lens for our own productivity. So as opposed to using it to instruct students in how to use artificial intelligence. I'm putting that to the side right now as we think about what is out there and available and safe for students. My primary focus right now in my role is looking at ways that this can help educators uh, become more productive. So a few things that can help impact their instructional planning or their day-to-day navigation and communication um, with all of the stakeholders that they come in contact with. So this could include anything from the category of emails 
like reformat my email so it's easier to read or write an email template I can use to remind families about a field trip to ideas for introducing new topics to students. So even saying, what are some fun ways to introduce this grade level to this topic or write 10 discussion questions I can use for this topic, right? So these are ways to not substitute the work that we're doing, but help us work smarter, not harder throughout all the ways that we interact um, both with the content as we prepare it for students, as well as communication um, with the different people that we communicate with. So that's where my excitement and curiosity really lies. You know, if I can type in something like explain the meaning of this word and put it in a sentence, and that might be a great quick way for me to have an intervention for a student that needs some extra support. You know, I'm really looking at ChatGPT and these artificial intelligence chatbot spaces with that lens. Yeah, lots of interesting possibilities. Uh, And these tools are only going to get more sophisticated. Uh, So I wanted to ask you about that. If you can look down the road a bit, uh, what role do you see AI tools like this playing in schools, let's say in five years? How should educators be preparing for this in terms of their training and how in the way they're thinking about their work? That's a really important question for all of us as we're thinking forward, you know, and, you know, a few years ago, and if you might have said, make a prediction, right, make a prediction about the metaverse or AR or VR in education, those pieces felt really far away, right? And they're, and they're still feel far, far away in terms of just the integration in lots of spaces. This feels much closer, right? That timeline of impact feels much closer. So I would imagine getting back to your question, you know, five years from now, the same way that we pull up Google or Pinterest or jump into a Twitter chat to look for ideas around an instructional strategy or goal that we have, I think this will be another tab on our browsers where we go to look for answers to our questions, where we look for ideas. And right now there's a concept being you know, kind of tossed around generally, even outside of education, called prompt engineering and this idea of how do you even ask a good question? So that's the sort of critical thinking level of interaction with these spaces that I do think five years from now, we will all become you know, a little bit smarter in how we're interacting with these spaces. It may be something that we put on a line of things we want to make sure we cover when we talk about digital citizenship and media literacy with students. So it's definitely an area I'm watching closely. And I think for educators, regardless of their discipline, right, or what subject areas they're teaching, this is going to be a space that will impact the way that they are working, right, and planning and designing lessons. And it will become a space where students, especially at the secondary level, um, will interact in the same sort of ways they might use YouTube or Google to search for ideas or, or research in the future. That's very interesting. Lots to think about, definitely. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us, Monica. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to the ASED Connect podcast. We appreciate your support and interest in all that you do for students and schools. Uh, To read more of Monica Burns' work, go to www.ascd.org slash people slash Monica dash Burns. And as she mentioned, she will be speaking on this topic at the upcoming Uh, ASCD annual conference, which is the first weekend in April 2023. Thank you.